Hello and welcome back. Today we take a trip down memory lane with Head, Heart, Hands, and Health, A History of 4-H in Ontario. This book, released in 1994, is made up of chapters detailing regional histories of 4-H across Ontario. Did you know that when this book was released, the province was divided into 16 council districts? Today, we discuss Region 3, Algoma, Sudbury, and Manitoulin, Region 4, Perry Sound, Nipissing, and Muskoka, and Region 5, Renfrew, Ottawa-Carleton, and Lanark. For more on Regions 1 and 2, circle back to Season 2, Episode 8. Hope you enjoy today's show. Welcome to 4-H for You, where we hope to inspire you to use your head, heart, hands, and health to best serve yourself and others each and every day. Region 3, Algoma, Sudbury, Manitoulin. The Algoma district, named after the Ojibwe word for Lake Superior, is made up of Precambrian rocks with abundant mineral wealth. It is located in northeastern Ontario, the land of opportunity. Bordered on the east by the district of Sudbury, to the west by the district of Thunder Bay and Lake Superior, to the north by the district of Cochrane, and to the south by Lake Huron, the St. Mary's River, and the USA. In all, Algoma contains more than 12 million acres devoted to mining, farming, logging, fishing, industry, and tourism. Sault Ste. Marie is the largest urban center and the only city. The early European settlers originally came from the counties of Gray, Bruce, and Huron, and were of British ancestry. They were attracted to Algoma by the stand of timber, principally white pine. The main bulk of settlers arrived by boat in 1870, having crossed Lake Huron and Georgian Bay. They scattered throughout the district and many small communities or settled in Sault Ste. Marie. The first agricultural representative in Algoma was A.S. Smith. He was interested in the youth of the county and prior to 1913 had organized rural school fairs. Support from the Department of Agriculture took the form of free seeds for the school children. From a lengthy list of vegetables, each child could select three and either a setting of eggs or some potatoes. School received the seeds around Easter, and by September, a centrally located place was filled with various ripe vegetables. Besides vegetables, boys and girls became involved with calves, sheep, chickens, cooking, flowers, and some sewing. Ribbons and small prizes were given to those who achieved special distinction. Participation in public speaking contests and field day races were enjoyed by many of the children. James M. McIntosh became the agricultural representative in 1920 and carried on the school fairs throughout the 40 years in which he held office. In the early 1940s, the forerunner of the present 4-H agricultural clubs began as junior clubs. Beef, dairy, potato, and grains were formed. About the same time, the Rotary Club of Sault Ste. Marie became interested in rural youth and began to support the program with annual banquets, prizes, and trophies. Since 1992, all members of 4-H who have been active in 4-H in Algoma during the year are honored at an appreciation banquet. Homemaking clubs were started in Algoma by Lily Petty soon after the First World War. For many years, she was the only home economist working with the Department of Agriculture in all of Northern Ontario. To honor Miss Petty for her many years of dedicated service, the Women's Institutes of Algoma offered a Lily Petty scholarship to a District 4-H member to assist them in continuing their education. Others in Algoma who have been acknowledged for their dedicated service include Evelyn Hill and Ada Gorman, who are both active leaders of rural youth for 30 years. 
posting to Algoma District Road Map for staff means more hours of highway travel between small communities. From a centrally located office, a journey of three hours in good weather will place a driver in the most northwesterly community of Hornpane. A similar journey to the east will place a staff member in Elliott Lake. Being snowed in is a common experience for these dedicated visitors who usually sojourn for at least two days and one night with the telephone as a vital link to overcome the isolation faced by leaders, members, and staff in the 4-H program. Nonetheless, 4-Hers in Algoma have been undaunted. They have participated in exchanges with the United States, Manitoba, Alberta, and Saskatchewan. They have attended membership conferences, leadership camps, and the National Conference. In 1985, Miriam Amini, an Algoma 4-H member, was the Ontario recipient of a $1,000 Petro-Canada scholarship. She is now a medical doctor studying to be an obstetrician. In 1987, Miriam's sister Nadia was the recipient of the Petro-Canada scholarship. She recently graduated with a degree in civil engineering and is pursuing postgraduate studies. It seems clear that 4-H has had a positive impact on the lives of young people in the Algoma district, with 156 4-H members having a 92.3 completion rate this tradition is certain to carry on into the future. Sudbury District. Sudbury District, which is bounded in the south by the French River, was opened to a settlement in the 1800s with the building of the Transcontinental Railway. Like many of the districts of Northern Ontario, the area is very attractive to tourists for hunting, fishing, and lovely wilderness as it offers. A reorganization of the district in 1973 created the Regional Municipality of Sudbury, within the Sudbury District. The major industries within the area focus on natural resources, mining, and forestry. The first homemaking club in Sudbury District was located in Burner, now in the Nipissing District. In 1938, 20 young people from Warren and Burner completed Cotton's May Be Smart. By 1939, homemaking clubs had formed in the more westerly communities of Coppercliff, Creighton, and Naughton. The membership gradually increased to a record of 48 in 1942. This record for membership stood until 1962 when 56 members from Albin, Garson, Monetville, and Noville completed Featuring Fruit. By the late 1940s, homemaking clubs could be found throughout the district. 1954 saw the emergence of agricultural projects in Sudbury District. Potato clubs were organized in Hammer, West Sudbury, and Rayside. Forestry clubs could be found in West Sudbury and French River. Calf clubs were organized in Monetville, St. Charles, and Noelville. In that first year, more than 122 youth completed one or more of the agricultural projects. In 1987, students at Mark State Public School completed the 4-H project, Surviving with Style. Because the school's population drew from five rural communities, we were able to reach some of the youth who had not yet had the opportunity to participate in a traditional 4-H club. Surviving with Style was their first encounter with 4-H, and due to its successes, the 4-H at school program has expanded since then. Today, 4-H remains strong at Mark's Day, and similar programs are in place at the Arthur Robinson School in Sudbury, Warren Public School in Warren, and Ecole St. Anne in Spanish. Since 1993, Explore 4-H projects have been introduced to students at schools by Sudbury Agri-Food Education Committee as part of the AgriDays program. This is a further attempt at reaching youth and introducing them to the opportunities available in 4-H. As a motivation for beginning 4-Hers, the Sudbury 4-H Association introduced 4-H Summerfest for youth 11, 12, and 13 years of age in Region 3. Since 1989, 
The weekend conference has provided members with an opportunity to participate in a regional event and discover the 4-H program in greater depth. Food, fun, crafts, and learning about oneself are topics that remain central to the program. A three-year rotation system was established in 1993 so that each 4-H association could host 4-H Summerfest and introduce participants to the unique attractions and culture within Sudbury, Manitoulin, and Algoma districts. Manitoulin District. Manitoulin Island compromises of the largest portion of the district. At 100 miles in length and 40 miles in width, it is the largest freshwater island in the world. For its northern location, Manitoulin Island enjoys a relatively moderate climate. Lumbering, fishing, farming were the most important industries in the early Manitoulin life. Today, beef, cow, calf, and stock operations account for much of the current agricultural production. The district remains rural with Little Current being the largest town with approximately 1,500 people. The winter population of the district troubles in the summer for the tourist season. Manitoulin's first homemaking club was formed in 1935. Those initial projects were Cotton's Maybe Smart and Gardening and Canning. 4-H clubs and programs have operated continuously from that date. Little information exists on the activities of 4-H until the 1950s. Livestock clubs were popular in that area, and many youngsters were strong competitors in regional Northern Ontario judging competitions. The 1960s saw stronger agricultural interests with the Queen's Guinea Steers and Fleece competitions at the Royal Winter Fair, and some strong showings at the Northern Ontario judging competitions. As farm population declined in the 1970s, so did the strong agricultural background of 4-H. The 70s stressed social activities such as bus trips and dances. One such trip was to the Royal Agricultural Winter Fair. The trend of 4-H in the 80s and 90s to offer a broader spectrum of projects has fitted well with the declining farm population and has ensured the continuance of a somewhat small but vigorous program. We have had two interprovincial exchanges, twinning from clubs from Northern Alberta in 1980 and from Edmonton in 1991. Go for the Gold has become quite popular and the Manitoulin clubs have competed at the regional level and represented Northern Ontario at the Royal Agricultural Winter Fair in both 1991 and 1992. A Beef Club member competed in the Queen's Guineas and had participated in the regional 4-H Summerfest and 4-H in the Classroom has been a successful endeavor. 4-H has been part of Manitoulin history for many years and has been strongly supported by the local people. Family names keep reappearing through the decades. It has been an interesting to note that interesting commitment to 4-H has passed down from generation to generation. Region 4, Perry Sound, Nipissing, Muskoka. Perry Sound District, named for Arctic explorer Sir Edward Perry, was settled in the 1870s when free grants of land were offered. The district of Perry Sound dates back to 1857 when James and William Gibson erected a sawmill at the mouth of the Saugeen River. Nick and Homo Micah, authors of Places in Ontario, describe the region as a sportsman's paradise. Nipissing District. Described in Places in Ontario as being compromised of rocky formations, woodlands, fertile valleys, and a network of rivers underlain by Precambrium Shield. Nipissing is a district for which community of Mattawa is the oldest settlement dating back to the 17th century. Algonquin Park, famous for its group of seven paintings, contains two million acres of wilderness that forms the southern portion of the district. North Bay is the administrative center with the largest urban population of 60,000. Most of the residents of the area speak French. Muskoka District. The district municipality of Muskoka is a popular all-season resort with rock formations compromised of Precambrian Shield. Santa's Village is cheek by jowl with a dinosaur park and zoo. 
Most of the farms in the region are now abandoned and the depleted land is growing up in new forest, which is very beneficial to the large industry, which is tourism. 4-H in Region 4. In 1936, homemaking clubs started in Muskoka and Perry Sound. District office records for homemaking clubs from the early years are few. However, the 1946 records reveal that Miss E. Jean Stewart was responsible for the program in the district. Miss Lily Petty used a local bus and rail transportation to travel through the district in order to run leadership training programs. The Ontario Department of Agriculture opened a branch office on July 6, 1935 in North Bay with Mr. F.C. McRae as the local agricultural representative. Prior to this, only a few agricultural projects were conducted in the area by either the Muskoka or Sudbury offices. By the 50s, with the inception of 4-H, the program began to flourish and grow as it did through the 60s and 70s. In the 60s, there was a demand for some French language 4-H leader training and homemaking project manuals became available in French. When the Agricultural Rehabilitation and Development Agreement was founded, a special French-speaking home economist was hired in the person of Madame Marie Genevieve Chemer, who came to North Bay from France in 1969. Madame Chemery developed French-language home economics services and programs to rural women throughout Northern Ontario, Nipissing, Sudbury, Temiskaming, Cochrane North and South. She translated many short courses and 4-H project manuals. By 1980, she became a staff member of the Home Economics Branch and established French homemaking clubs in Nipissing. As part of their recognition, Madame Chemery transferred to Prescott's Clinton office in 1984. As of 1984, with the Union of Agriculture and Homemaking Clubs under a single administration, general interest projects such as Outdoor Living and Looking Great, Feeling Great have been offered with great success and wide appeal. Homemaking clubs, spoons, and pie serves were replaced with six project trillion pin, 12 project dust set, 18 project clock, and 24 project print. 4-H members' travel and education opportunities have become co-ed and integrated. Northern delegates no longer vied for a place on the CNE bus trip. Instead, Northeastern Members Conference was designed to offer leadership and camaraderie. Early members' conferences for 15-year-olds were held at Laurentian University in Sudbury. Then as budgets shrank, the New Lister College of Agricultural Technology became the popular location for the conference. Young people of Region 4 have never been daunted by their distance from the perceived center of things. They have made 4-H a vital part of the local scene, and they have traveled beyond the boundaries of the region, sending delegates to the CNE, taking bus trips to Canada's Wonderland, the Royal Agricultural Winter Fair, and even a Blue Jays baseball game at the Sky Dome. Fun days in the district have helped to bond the community together and provide 4-H families with the opportunity to join in and demonstrate by example just one of 4-H's many benefits. Region 5, Renfrew, Ottawa-Carleton, and Lanark. Renfrew County. Taking its name from the Scottish county of Renfrewshire, Renfrew is situated along the shores of the Ottawa River, separating the province from Quebec. Pembroke is the county seat. The county was late in settling, and as of 1830, the pioneer population of Renfrew County was only 21. The beautiful stands of red and white pine provided a thriving timber industry, and the subsequent lumber camps created a market for agricultural products which stimulated the agricultural industry. The first agricultural representative was appointed in 1913. Mr. J.L. Tennant and his successors, M.H. Winter and A.H. Martin concentrated their efforts on encouraging the young people to improve their agricultural techniques, particularly in the areas of animal husbandry. These young farmer teams won competitors at the Ottawa Winter Fair and the Royal Winter Fair. 
In 1930, Frank Q. Dench began a 42-year appointment as Renfrew County's Ag Rep. Because of his interest and enthusiasm, the first 4-H club in the county, the Bonnecker Valley Calf Club, was formed. In two years, the membership jumped from 13 to 44 members. Each year, the program expanded, and soon clubs for sheep, swine, foals, and grain were flourishing. Some members traveled over 30 miles to attend club meetings, which is a particularly impressive feat if you consider the vehicles of the 1930s. By 1937, the Renfrew clubs were winning red ribbons with Shorthorn and Hereford heifers at regional championships in Ottawa. One of the outstanding Hereford herds of all time, O'Brien's Herefords, operated at Renfrew. Mr. Jim Easton, the herdsman, allowed 4-H members to select top quality animals at reasonable prices. One such heifer was Diamond Lady Francis, purchased in 1935 for $40 and delivered to the 4-H farm in the back of Mr. Dench's car. She lived 19 years and produced 15 registered Hereford calves. The first homemaking club, the Supper Club, appeared in 1935. Renfrew and Lanark County shared a home economist until 1967. The earliest records do not keep track of the number of participants. From 50 members per project in 1943, the program grew to 130 members in 1957, 202 members in 1969, to well over 300 members in 1974. Many 1994 leaders still recall achievement days that were held all Saturday. Susan Humphreys Knee Little, who began as a home economist in 1971, took on the responsibilities of the newly combined agricultural homemaking program in 1982. The focus of the new life skills program is personal development with a much broader range of topics, including computers, square dancing, outdoor education, and arts and crafts. The redefined program attracted many youth. Trudy and Judy Hawthorne of Pembroke completed 50. Crystal McKay of Westmeath was on her way to that number when she graduated, and Mrs. Eva Kulas of Deakin is still actively leading her 53rd life skills club. The 4-H Association has taken on a challenge of participating in the International Plowing Match to be held near Pembroke in September of 1994. A special pilot project, Catch the Match, was written and club members throughout the county are preparing exhibits, demonstrations, and special individual projects, which will make them an integral part of Renfrew County's IPM 1994 team. Over the last 10 years, Renfrew has boasted several times in the largest number of 4-H members, leaders, and projects in Eastern Ontario. In 1990, there were 426 members with 93 leaders, completing 859 projects. In 1993, there were 395 members, completing 680 projects. So Renfrew is and will continue to be committed to the principal values of 4-H, and Renfrew will be an example for others and will take example from those who cherish the same values. Ottawa Carleton. Carleton County is situated in eastern Ontario and is home to our nation's capital. Bytown was incorporated as a city in 1855 and renamed Ottawa. Queen Victoria sent a letter dated December 31, 1857 to the Colonial Secretary naming Ottawa as the capital of Canada. Regional government was instituted in ottawa Carleton in 1969. Today, the Ottawa Valley is a rich blend of culture, history, and agriculture. Boys and Girls Clubs, the predecessor to 4-H clubs, began in Carleton County in 1913. The clubs were administered through the school program in various communities in the county. Members grew potatoes from seeds supplied by local potato farmers. The highlight of the club program for all involved was participating in the fall fair programs where the members competed against one another with their potatoes. In 1932, the Boys and Girls Club program expanded in Carleton with, with the introduction of the first calf club. 
On an early spring evening at the town hall in Metcalf, a group of young teenagers were assembled. Mr. Moff Cockburn, the agricultural representative, had arranged this meeting with the idea of forming a calf club. This was the sole calf club until 1934, when a calf club was formed in Carp in the western end of the county. Soon after, calf clubs were formed in Gloucester and Osgoode. The original program for the first calf club consisted of selecting a heifer calf and keeping daily feeding records. As the summer progressed, Mr. Cockburn arranged field judging classes at various members' homes. Project completion involved showing the calves at Metcalf Fair. Maurice Hughes won top honors with an Ayrshire calf. In total, 14 calves were shown for the judge, Jimmy Simpson, the agricultural representative for Stormont Dundas. In 1934, calf club members competed at the Central Canada Exhibition in Ottawa. The top Holstein calf was from Osgoode Gloucester Club, and the top Ayrshire and Jersey calves were from the Newington Calf Club in Glengarry County. Fair time is always an exciting time for the members, and win or lose, they felt a sense of accomplishment. The winning calves went on to compete at the Winter Fair in Ottawa, and members whose calves did not make the show still had the opportunity to compete in sportsmanship classes. One of the original members of the first calf club in Carleton was Cecile Waddell. To participate at Metcalf Fair, he walked his calf to the fairgrounds the night before, carrying all his needed possessions, including feed for his Holstein calf. It was a time when most people traveled by horse and buggy, and a few had cars or trucks. In an interview in the local paper several years later, Cecile reflected that going there wasn't bad. It was coming home after the show, he added. He'd be very, very tired. Cecile went on to join junior farmers after 4-H, but has always stayed active in 4-H with both his children and grandchildren participating. Many of the original calf club members, having survived the rigors of depression, served in World War II while others remained home to provide much-needed food and materials. Although the war years left little time for 4-H participation, the program continued and many original members went on to become 4-H leaders and supporters. In 1949, a formal 4-H Leaders Association was formed to bring the leaders of Carleton County together on a regular basis and to provide quality and consistency and project standards throughout the county. As time marched on and the program expanded and diversified, both boys and girls participated in a variety of projects. In 1982, the county celebrated 50 years of calf clubs in Carleton. All original members were honored by the Metcalf Agricultural Society with certificates and were made honorary lifetime members of the Carleton 4-H Association. In 1983, when Carleton hosted the international plowing match, 4-H members and leaders were very active with fundraising, parades, and preparing and manning a display booth at the match. 4-H community clubs offering beef, dairy, and field crop projects were established to permit members to complete both a calf and field club project without having to travel long distance to attend meetings. These community clubs are very popular throughout the county and offer members a broad perspective of the three project areas. 1993 statistics for Carleton County show that there were 50 clubs with both life skills and agricultural projects. With 56 volunteer leaders, the 270 members completed a total of 505 projects that year. Forage continues to be alive and well in Carleton County. Lanark County, located north of the Rideau River and west of the regional municipality of Ottawa, Carleton. Lanark County is named after Lanark in Scotland. Famous as the 1893 home of the world's largest cheese weighing 11 tons, Lanark is comprised of both hard rocky soil and rich farming areas raising beef and dairy cattle. In 1947 to 8, the Department of Agriculture used Lanark as the example for a survey carried out to determine the economic, social, and cultural standards of the average home in eastern Ontario. The county seat for Lanark County is Perth. 
Lanark is rich in historical sites and pioneer Canadiana. Lanark has been involved in the Boys and Girls Club since 1932. In that year, there existed a Holstein Heifer Club and Smith Falls Potato Club. Alex Stewart of Almont and Ernest Miller of Perth were members of the original calf club. They recalled the purchase price of the calves was $12, and these calves were kept as three-year projects. Mr. Miller holds the distinction of having been champion member for all three of those years. Similarly, in the early 1940s, Nelson Syme of Appleton recollects the thrill of being named top member of the Almont Calf Club for his calf, Kenmore Maud. The earliest extent information of homemaking clubs in Lanark mentions the existence of a club in 1942. A 1949 publication reports the presence of nine homemaking clubs with 60 participants. Dorothea Tysigny Ferrier of Perth gives an account of herself and her sister Jean being the two first clubs in the Perth Calf Club in 1946. Perhaps this may have qualified them as the first two girls in an agricultural club in the county. In 1949-50, Alan Poole became the president of the Junior Farmers Association of Ontario. He still remains the only Lanark resident to have accomplished this honour. However, he is not the only 4-H'er to distinguish himself beyond the boundaries of Lanark. In 1955, Perth 4-H Tractor Club won the Ontario Retail Farm Equipment Dealers Association trophy for the top tractor club at the 4-H Interclub Competition in Guelph. The winning members were Malcolm McPhail and Alan Campbell. The same award was brought back to the county in 1957. In 1958, Almont Grain members Marilyn Snedney Robinson and Donald Miller took top honors in the grain competition. RA Sandy Snedden also stands as a fine example of what a 4-H'er can achieve. He won Grand Champion Dairy Showman in Junior section at the Ottawa Winter Fair for 1954, 55, and 58, with runner-up in 56. He represented Ontario at the National 4-H Club Congress in Chicago in 1957. He was named Champion Beef Judge in 1958 at Ottawa Winter Fair and Champion Dairy Judge at the Royal. He was a leader of a county calf club for 20 years. He has been recognized by Holstein Canada as an official judge, has judged many leading Holstein shows, and he has acted as secretary for the county Holstein Club for the past 22 years. In 1990, he was named 4-H Person of the Year by the Lanark 4-H Leaders Association at the celebration of the 75th anniversary of 4-H in Ontario. Not to be outdone, the homemaking club members have taken advantage of 4-H opportunities, including winning a trip to Michigan for the Danforth Leadership Training Scholarship in 1961 by Mary Cochrane Sneedon of Almont, and in 1968, Donna Dolman Enos, formerly of Fallbrook, received a CNE scholarship. Another very distinguished 1960s 4-H member is Reverend Linda Bell of McDonald's Corners. She was appointed in 1993 as the first female moderator of the Presbyterian Church of Canada. There was also a Rotary-sponsored poultry club, which involved each member being given 50 cabins to raise as a project, with the understanding that the top three achievement day birds to be returned to the Rotary Club for fundraising. As time passed, 4-H flourished with 64 clubs as of 1993. Like other counties, Lanark has had and continues to have many essential leaders, members, parents, volunteers, and ag reps who have made an essential contribution to the continued success of 4-H.